Salutation Shades, and welcome back to your one-stop shop for all things strange and unusual, Talking with Shadows, the conversation everyone has, but no one wants to admit to. Here with your host, Vic Waitley. And Marcus D. And I want to give a quick shout-out to my boss for giving me (laughs) an awesome, like, three-and-a-half-day weekend because of Memorial Day. Thank you so much. Were you you just telling me you're the only person who's going to be in the office on Friday? Well, I just started my new job. So, like, I have, like, the least amount of time off out of anybody else in my work. And just my new job at the nonprofit that I work at, like, is very generous uh, with how much time off that they give everybody. But I've only been there three weeks. So, yeah, I got to go to work (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) while the other two people that are in my office get, like, the day off. But it's still fine. I may go to work tomorrow wearing pants. I might not go to work wearing pants. No one's go, gonna know. Go without pants. No one. No one's gonna know. It's so weird, dude. Not being in the hospital. But if you go without pants, you better make sure you're the only one that's going to be in the building. No, I, dude. I, no one's gonna be there. They don't have cameras. It's so different than working at the hospital. Than working at the psych hospital because like it's so quiet. It's so weird. Like too many of the coworkers like talk to and chit chat, and they think that they're being loud to me. I'm like, you guys have no idea. Like it's just it's gonna well, be eerily quiet tomorrow. We, for we me. worked on a on the most intensive psychiatric wing in the hospital. Like yeah. there was always at minimum one person constantly screaming. Yeah, so I mean I've I've developed a high tolerance, I would say, for people being loud. So it's 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 okay. Like I, you're you're like crocodile Dundee. That's not loud. I'll show you loud. And then just have like a massive just manic outburst just in the office. I'm, I'm pretty sure we just both misquoted that too. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did. Oh man. So today guys, instead of uh well, I guess we are gonna be drinking something. We're drinking uh sugar free ras- blackberry slushies from the worst Sonic in the world. Okay. There is one thing they apparently can make or at least they can't screw up. And it's the Blackberry Sonic slushy, and it's really flipping good. It does not taste like blackberries at all, but it does taste good. You also didn't tell them, like, the weirdest thing about them. It's just pink. Yeah, like, it is not black at all. Yeah, like, not black, dark purple, or any sort of color. It's just, like, they give it to you, and it's, like, light pink. I'm going to put it on our Instagram so people, like, can actually <laughs> see, like, when I take a photo of it. Because it's just bizarre. Like, I thought they brought us the wrong order, like, whenever they gave it to us. Speaking of photos, before we get into the paranormal, we need to tell them about the beast we conquered. I already did. I put it on our Instagram. Well, we haven't told the listeners yet. Yes, we did. Did we? We did a whole thing where we're talking about this two-foot burrito thing that we We talked about it in the last okay, episode. Sorry, I'm still very proud of it and forgot that we had already mentioned no, it. No, you're, like, you're, you're in like a carb fiber coma <laughs> from what from that massive two-foot breakfast burrito. that, that we, Which, by the way, had, which, by the way, shows how much of a good friend that I am to you, that I ate a vegetarian breakfast burrito with you, by the way. It's a breakfast burrito. What do you need in it? It had hash browns. It had eggs. It had cheese. It had mushrooms. It was good. It was missing bacon. It was missing sausage. Oh, my God. What do you need in it? <laughs> I mean, mad. But also, in addition to that, we're going to be having an additional treat uh, today during the podcast. Okay, I just happened this morning to get a weird whim to go to a bakery, and I found out there was a Mexican bakery near my house, and I went and bought a bunch of things that I have no clue what they are, and so I just picked a bunch of random things, and I got us something split called a uh, strawberry empanada. I like how you just, like, Manchurian candidate just snapped and went, had this, like, strong urge to go do something, and was, I need to go to a Mexican bakery. <laughs> So you ready for this delicious strawberry empanada? I almost cussed at you. I about <laughs> came across this. You almost made me call you a mother effer on this podcast. No, no the, the strawberry empanada, that's actually for Ellie. Let me pick something out for us. I really, guys, I really thought he was, it would not surprise me if this he thing. forgot that I'm allergic to strawberries. What is, that I've is got a, no clue what that is, but that is what we're going to eat. Oh no no no! Actually, the uh, no no no! I know what this is. The uh, uh, I know what the the Spanish word for it is. 
Well, uh, what is it? Well, the English have a word for it, too. It's called a muffin. I mean, <laughs> I'll also take a photo of this, by the way, for you guys, so you guys can see if I'm wrong. I'm like, I really thought this was going to be something way more different than what you were about to show me. And I'm like, that looks like a muffin. I'm sure that there's just, that there's some other, like, weird name for it. Okay, I got it. We'll put both of those photos up, because you guys really seem to like the uh, breakfast burrito uh think so we'll put up an episode of this i'm gonna try this i'm gonna try this and you try the uh the blackberry uh raspberry wait the blackberry no, you're not thing. getting that whole thing i bought don't lick I'm that lick it. i paid lick for it. this is saying Watch you it. get half of it you're licking your half <laughs> <laughs> i just licked it it's mine now yeah you bite off the part you lick i don't want to accidentally get that that's fine i kind of figured you'd just pull part of it off and eat that like you know like you're not a barbarian? I'm slowly putting my finger in it now, and I'm getting halfway through. Don't go over half. <laughs> I feel like I should give the bakery a shout-out, but I'm not sure if I can remember the name of it. Okay, I'm going to try it. Pinader... Okay, I can't say Spanish words. What What's that called? I am so oh. bad with, with names. Hang on, give me the whole thing. I know it's the first word. Panad- Panaderia San Miguel. That's cool. Yeah. And the people there were really nice. It's just a little small neighborhood bakery. So if you live near Evansville, give the place a try. It's pretty good. There's your half. Thank you. It's small. I had to work around my finger hole and the part that I licked. So that's good. I'm trying this for you guys. It's like coconutty. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. Mm-mm. It's not bad. Awesome. All right. So, we got an awesome episode for you. So, we're going to talk about uh, some viewer stuff. We actually had an awesome um, uh, paranormal experience from, uh, like, a UFO signing from one of our patrons that I wanted to give a quick shout-out to. Kyle A., by the way, Hearts, patron. Um, so, he's a listener from, patron from Nova Scotia. Wait, we have listeners in Nova Scotia? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, he said, I had a UFO encounter while listening to uh, the Giants of Legend podcast episode. It was our first giant episode. While he was listening to it in our backyard, there was this cluster or what looked like a cluster of stars that it was moving in a bizarre pattern and had a blinking lights on and around it. And I thought I was going crazy, but I got my girlfriend to come out and she saw it too. And I've seen posts about it on Facebook. And uh, I asked him to tell us a little bit more, and then we gave him a shout-out, and then he said he's from Nova Scotia, and it was really weird. There was one really bright star that was orangish, and you could barely see an outline of a saucer shape, and it had real dull lights and dull flashing lights around the perimeter, and it was huge. If I remember right, orange UFOs are specifically a thing. Yeah. No, 100%. Like, it reminded me a little bit of kind of the district. Well, if there was more of them, maybe. Like, maybe kind of like the Phoenix Lights. Yeah. Kind of like the light, like... Because they had a weird orangish glow. And there's a lot of really weird orange UFO sightings that occur in California specifically that I'm pretty sure that I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm getting that right. Don't hold that to me. But I know you, orange UFOs are a thing. I'm just pulling this off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure orange UFOs were also a thing involved in the Welsh Triangle. Mm-hmm. One of the few triangles we have not ever talked about. There's a lot of triangles that are out there. It's so funny when people try to talk and they find out the mission and the, and the paranormal and they're like, Ooh, you know about the Bermuda Triangle? I'm like, well, actually, there's a couple Ooh, triangles. Do you know about the Welsh Triangle? <laughs> or the Michigan Triangle? Or the Dragon Triangle? Actually, or the Lake Erie Triangle? <laughs> like, you can actually do that to any of the Great Lakes, actually. <laughs> and triangles, what are you going to say? They're just evil. I'm like, we can do this all day. Like, if you want, like, we can. <laughs> but no, that's a really cool sighting. Thank you for sharing that Thank with us. Thank you for sharing that, Kyle. It's awesome. If you guys have a paranormal experience, put it in the comments for any episode that you guys are listening to. Um, we really appreciate that. All right. So if you didn't check out our last episode, we did the Smithsonian conspiracy and it's, it's so weird. And cause we, we rarely do just episodes surrounding conspiracies because sometimes we make people mad. We know we did that with the harp episode. Oh yeah. That was one of our worst case files. First of all, I'm, we weren't lying. <laughs> okay. I'm not apologizing. Well, no, the, the issue was it 
we mainly just were like, hey, here's something that they might have been doing. The things we weren't able to not, to narrow down a whole lot of specific. And I also really love that episode because it's edited very well as far as no, uh, editing, case files it go. It looks good. It, it is visually appealing. It is visually appealing. Yes. And then some people got mad again because we, we talked about hard. But again, go watch that episode and tell us we're lying. I'm just saying, tell us we're lying. But anyway, um, so I'm always really weird to tag like the conspiracy in a name. The Smithsonian was, gate was just too big, so I'm like, I'm just trying to call it the Smithsonian Conspiracy, and it turned out to be one of our most popular episodes, like, last episodes that we've done on our podcast, so we super appreciate that. The only thing, it's a cool topic. Yeah, the only the only other video that seemed to be outperforming it was our Alien Hybrid video, so which also was a good episode. But in the Smithsonian Conspiracy, we talked about that people are finding all of these giant bones, but they're not ending up in museums, so Why? So a lot of people accuse, it's a very popular theory, that the Smithsonian covers them up and they dispose of the bones. Uh, or hide so, them away. Or hide them away. Or destroy them and toss them into the ocean. Are they trying to make a giant vat of giant soup? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, it's like the Boston Tea Party, but with like giant bones, I guess. I'm thinking it's not that one. No. Uh, SNN Gaming says, since you have the theory of the church wanting to hide evidence of giants... You kind of correlate that to part of the plot of Attack on Titan, and maybe the church is actually using the bones in the architecture of the Vatican. Well, you know, bone architecture and the in the Catholic Church that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like that is definitely one hundred percent a thing that they have done. So perhaps that. Uh, also, I haven't seen Attack on Titan. I, a lot of people tell me it's good. I just haven't really watched it. Have you? Attack on Titan? Yeah. yeah. I've seen like the first half of season one. I think that I want to watch it. Is it worth watching? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's not bad. I mean, there was, I mean, recently I finished watching Castlevania, so. Oh, the Castlevania series on Netflix is so flipping good. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, we got to keep going or I'll keep telling you about Castlevania. Whiskey Conspiracies. Shout hey. out to him, by the way. Hey, long friend of the channel. And we want to see your first episode up. He yes. knows. We know him personally. He's an awesome dude and knows a whole lot. If you like conspiracy theories, you should be commenting for the Whiskey Conspiracy Theories to start because the dude makes us look like amateurs. Said, um, if the idea of the church is concealing giants is true, a simple explanation would be they're hiding proof of giants because the evidence that confirms the Bible would, would destroy the concept of faith. People wouldn't need to believe in the Bible stories. They would know it would be fact. Um, it would disrupt the concept of belief, no more faith, and no more need for the church because mainstream science confirmed that the legends are true, and this would alter the power of the church has over the true believers. Science would then start to change faith. And two, the two rows of teeth and the extra toes could be from years of inbreeding. Imagine the hills have eyes. <laughs> That's nasty. Hated that movie. Gross Hated that biblical movie. incest giving giant shark mouths. <laughs> 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 Excellent thoughts. <laughs> I, I think they're excellent thoughts. Again, I, I go back to my original... I, w- I would say that I go back to my original argument and the thing that I don't think that proof of giants would... It would be in the it would be in the church's best interest for them to show that they are real because it would just be more evidence of like something like from the Bible or any religious texts, by the way. Um, I think he's mainly relying on the idea that you're not supposed to have knowledge. You're supposed to have faith. Well, I think there's. I think that still leaves a lot of room for faith. <laughs> I, I guess. I, I don't. I, I. I don't think the extra rows of teeth. I think perhaps could be a side effect of inbreeding. I'm. I'm really been skating off the idea that I think the extra finger and the extra toe are really just practical adaptations that they would evolve. I don't think. Their existence as a species would radically sh- shake up science that science or religion that much. I mean, yeah, it, it'd be like the the whole thing I talked about last episode with the like tiny little people that appear in the history of you know the Cherokee, the um, the Chinese. It appears in Europe in in all these stories. There's these tiny people fighting off giant cranes that are trying to murder their whole society. And when we found the human that was deemed the Hobbit nearby, we also found a giant prehistoric crane. So I think that these things probably lived a lot longer than science says, but they were they admitted it, and it wasn't this big ground shaking thing. I remember like there was a Nat Geo cover of it, right? 
First name, last name says, my guy don't talk crap. I'm rolling rock. It's the best thing to come out from the town I, uh, I'm i from. Well, that and some crumb bum golfer. <laughs> okay, I have no clue what you just said. I'm sorry. Say that again without laughing. It was hard. First and last name said, don't talk crap on rolling rock. Yeah, We were drinking. It's the best thing to come out of town I'm from. Well, that and some crumb bum golfer. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're from the town Rolling Rock's from? Mm-hmm. Can I get your autograph? No, that's cool. Rolling Rock's a good beer. I don't I, care what you say. I like Rolling Rock. Uh, by the way, our patron, uh, Barbara, called it piss water. So she was also... <laughs> so, truthfully, the whole thing on Rolling Rock was was probably the most divisive thing about the whole episode. We've, we've got some controversy I brewing here. I know. We should have called the episode Rolling Rock Gate. Because <laughs> people had some real strong opinions. <laughs> on on that particular type of alcohol. Awesome, my computer just froze up while I was sitting here trying to pull up the comments from the episode. I think Rolling Rock is, as far as one of the cheaper beers, one of the better choices. Oh, next episode, if I get a chance to run out to the store that they're at, have you heard of Smoothie Beers? Yeah. Okay, I had one a few days ago. Holy crud, they are flipping good. And I'm going to get some for, I think, next episode. I didn't get a chance to run out and grab any before this one. But I'm going to be all over that because it was flipping delicious. Oh, but the one they have is strawberry. Mm. I'll I'll see if they have anything else. Or maybe you can just buckle down and try the strawberry. I know you're not going to go into anaphylactic shock. I mean, it just makes you itch or something. Speaking of strawberries, in the last comment we're going to do before we get into our actual episode, Mary Grace uh, said... Of course, giants are real. Sorry, UFOs and Bigfoot. Not real sure about all those other critters and uh, out there like dogmen and such. Seems a bit silly to me. Kind of like someone's been drinking too much strawberry-flavored alcohol. <laughs> strawberry-flavored alcohol is good. Sorry, Vic. I just had to rag on you one last time. <laughs> Have a good one, guys, and keep up the great work. Uh, Mary, you are the best. <laughs> you are the best, and that was the nice little cherry strawberry on top. Okay, that was awesome. That really was awesome. For uh, for <laughs> for that part of the episode. All right, guys, we're gonna keep the talk going on about giants. So, Vic, where do you want to start? Okay, I think I want to start with a theory I have. Okay, me and you have been talking a lot about how. It's hard to match up a motive behind the actions. Correct. And I know that's something that we've been struggling with both on the channel and when me and you just sit down and talk about yes. it. Yes. Well, yeah. And do you, do you want to explain like some of the complications before I get into my theory? Because no, I no. think I have a theory that addresses that. Like the complications about what, about why would have, oh, like the Smithsonian trying to cover up like evidence of giant bones. You know, uh, because they're trying to cover up the Bible, but that doesn't really truly make sense because giants existing really doesn't find the face of evolution or any religious teaching, truthfully, actually. And although we both believe that this is a thing, neither of us have been able to nail down a solid reason on why they would behave this way in response. My thought is this. the What they're looking for is in their genetics, they're trying to isolate a gene or something like that. And one of the things you had brought up to me would be, why would they be concerned about killing now living giants? What would be their motive to go and hunt them down in isolated parts of the world? Because if there's some sort of secret gene or something like that that they're trying to gain and exploit, they don't want other people to be able to just go snatch up a giant from the wild and also get that gene. I think there might be something locked away in their genetic code that they're wanting to isolate and control, mm-hmm. and they want to keep this advantage to themselves, so they can't have just a living giant somewhere out there. I, 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 I can, I can buy that because I think at the end of the day, like it, it boiled down to when you when you really look at the narrative of giants, it's it's like they're trying to remove them completely from existence in any way, shape, or form, whether it's hunting them down to extinction. Or it's just removing the fact that they exist. And if you listen to the patron content when we were talking about last time, I kind of came to the conclusion about the only reason about why we would be trying to remove the fact that they even exist is if they were still alive 
and we needed to keep them alive, but we were doing something so bad that we couldn't even have existence that 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 it's re- that they're real. And I think one of the reasons they go after the bodies so hard is they're trying to find still remaining preserved DNA strands. Although DNA breaks down quickly, you can mm-hmm. still sometimes get some salvageable readings from it. Mm-hmm. Like there's something maybe like medically. Like I think I threw out the idea of maybe there's something coming. Like maybe that's really where the adrenochrome conspiracy comes from. <laughs> like I that's mean, like the elite that you know. Cause if you don't know what the adrenochrome conspiracy is, it's this conspiracy that like elites and all that are like siphoning the blood and fear of like children to like live forever. But maybe instead of kids, really what it is is giants. Well, I mean, also, there was that odd thing when I was reading um, the giants that ruled North America mm-hmm. um, about many of the burial grounds where these giant bones were being found. There were also signs of child sacrifice in that area. And there are stories involving giants being involved in child sacrifices, stealing children to sacrifice them. I, I'm not sold that there's a connection to Andrina Chrome or something. It's just details that I've noticed. I'm really thinking... Like, maybe the giants were onto the real aspect of it. This is, man, this turned dark quick. I mean, I think, okay. Like I said, I'm not sold on the idea, but I'm willing to explore it as a possibility that the, if, like, I'm not even sold that adrenochrome is a thing. But it, if it is a thing, I would say that there is a possibility that they could have learned the rights or whatever practice they used to do it from this culture because they were definitely involved in some child sacrifice stuff going on. Right. I mean, but like I said, this is kind of a, if then sort of thing, it's, it's right. kind of a little out there. Well, I mean, if you follow the logic of the behavior of like what they're doing, like they're removing the exit of something even existing by itself. And you know, the difference between like, say like giants and aliens is that if like aliens were true and you know, like we're trying to like, people are trying to cover up that that exists. That would have like, massive you know world shattering effects on faith the economy government our position i mean our like us understanding our our place in the universe and things like that evidence of giants just existing even if like they were extinct truthfully if you think about it i don't really think that it's going to change all that much it just gets woven no it just well it gets woven either into the biblical story gets woven into the um, end of the evolution theory. It would be woven into both, and it would just become part of our truth, but it wouldn't shake up the world. That's why I'm really leaning towards this genetic possibility, because yeah, like, I, in all the, in pretty much all the giant stories, there's certain things that are fairly consistent, and one of them being is that they are very long-lived. That's true in South American giant myths. That's true in European giant myths. That's true in, in, true in Russian giant myths. It's true in Chinese giant myths. It's just a thing. It's part of their monomyth. Like, maybe they're trying to suss out some sort of gene that could enhance human longevity. Because think about how closely they appear to us. Yes, they have an extra finger. Yes, they have extra toes, extra row of teeth. But when you break it down, they still look fairly similar to humans. They are likely genetically fairly close to us. And if you go with the biblical lore... They're effectively a hybrid offshoot of humans between humans and these watchers. Or maybe they're trying to find, I know, okay, I'm going to say this, and you're going to give me a look and think I'm crazy, angel genes. If they're looking, if, if I'm correct and they're looking at the DNA, if these things are actually progeny of angels and humans, they may be trying to suss out what that means. Because if they're reproducing with humans, that means they probably have DNA. And that DNA would be present in some amount in these creatures. But one of the weird things that I that I that I find out about like, this inbreeding is if you look at that like through like the rest of the animal kingdom, like things that interbreed are sterile. Well, you also have to remember we're not talking about you know a lion and a tiger. We're talking about a human and an angel here. So it just magicked its way, I guess. It's I mean, oh, yeah, I, effectively we're. I, that's what makes this conversation difficult is we're not just talking about a normal hybrid. Here. We're talking about a hybrid with something that most of the world would call a divine being. Maybe they are biological. Maybe they're aliens. If they're aliens, I think that brings up a lot of problems with breeding. Yeah. I mean, but either way, I feel like one reason that they could be trying to ferry away all these parts is to try to find 
the angelic DNA, the angelic genome. I mean, there's a there's a lot of ramifications for like what you could get from the body. Like again, like the DNA of the DNA of like angels and things like that, or 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 some sort of divine being. Uh, but at the same time, too, also, could you imagine like the mystical component that that <laughs> that, that would probably wield of having something like that that's been touched by the divine? Like, I, I I really think that that also could be another reason about why people are just trying to hunt them that much. I even read a theory that um, there are cults out there trying to like gather these uh, component parts to try to get the DNA so they can create the Antichrist, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Because isn't the Antichrist pretty much supposed to just show up without us helping him? Like he doesn't need. And also, who wants him to show up? Nobody. It sounds like he just makes the world bad. But (laughs) okay, I could believe that there are some weirdos out there that might have this as a goal. But again, following the following the logic again, if we're just trying to hide their existence, or we're just responding completely violently, like the stories seem to be, um, it it doesn't make any sense why you would be trying to exterminate them like trying to like just responding with just with such violence like, are you talking about like with my theory and yeah i mean well, just, the thing is you would still want to destroy them with this violence because if you value whatever you're trying to suss out of their genetic code you want to make sure other forces other nation states do not have access to it so you basically get what you need to construct the genome and then you destroy everything else that anyone might be able to get a hold of so they can't recreate it themselves yeah, but at the same time, too, you know, when you when you, when you think on something like that global scale, like this Illuminati esque scale, I don't think it's gonna be one. I mean, it's not gonna be one agency. I mean, like just even they're just they're completely removing their their existence. But like, let's say that whatever this shady Smithsonian group is, what like I said, I don't think it's actually the Smithsonian. It's probably someone who's utilizing them as a just a means of getting hold of the bones. They're, let's say they're in a race with another foreign government like China. China is way ahead of us in gene sequencing and then being able to put that into something and actually get a living creature. They can biologically synthesize life in a way that we are not caught up to. If we're trying to achieve whatever goal we are with the this DNA, we're up against an opponent who is steps ahead of us. The only thing that we can really do is make sure they do not get the source material. Because America just we're we're not the we're not the world leaders in cloning. It, it's something that we're a bit behind on. Oh man, now just got, now we got to worry about like the Chinese cloning giants. Like remember when we were talking about immortality and we we're talking about CRISPR and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like if they if they started utilizing like if they were able to isolate some sort of extremely beneficial gene. They might be able to start implanting it to people, and they could use CRISPR to weed out unwanted side effects. And like the the ramifications of finding something like of just just like a a biological like like thing close enough with us to breed that lives that long, like all of the medical stuff that you could get from a living one of those is just it's just my it's just mind boggling to me. But but it makes me wonder too, like. If if we're really trying to to respond like that, how how did the story of something say like the giant of Kandahar story get out there? You know, like because that's honest to God, like one of the the only public stories of modern giants. That I mean, if you if you search now, like if you Google search like modern giants, the only thing you're gonna find without digging deep is you're gonna find the giant of Kandahar story, where like back in the Afghanistan war. A cup, you know, it was like a battalion or a platoon of American forces, like went up to a cave and like actually fought like an actual giant that had like a shield and a spear, and actually killed a couple of the soldiers, and they just shot it to death. So you're saying why? Why would we? They have orders to respond as kind. No, I was, I was asking why do you think that story got out? Oh, likely just one of the people that was involved with it wasn't. Either A, as indoctrinated as they had believed him to be, mm-hmm. or B, was not indoctrinated at all and just did not obey his orders not to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we get we get leaks from people who are ordered not to give out secrets all the time. They usually come out as deathbed confessions, but nowadays we have the internet so you can get your story out anonymously. Mm-hmm. I would say it's probably just someone who had a conscience about the whole thing was like, if these are a thing, probably people should know these are a thing. And I think that's probably why it got out. 
I, I think these leaks occur because most humans deep down are pretty decent people. I remember a long time ago when right before we started the podcast, I got really, really into giants and like in researching these giants. And one of the channels that I that I came across that I really, really like, shout out by the way, uh, Mysterious Middle East. Oh, yeah, you sent me a few of the videos yeah. of theirs to watch. Yeah, yeah, I, I sent some because you should check out his channel. He's awesome. And uh, he's, it was really cool. I, sh- I sent him, a, you know, I, s- I sent him a shout out saying how much I really, because I really like his material because there's, there's so much, there's, I like the style and I like the way that he just portrays like Middle Eastern folklore and the parallel and, and you know, in that section of the world. And it, it just, it just creates a cool narrative. Um, he, he had this video up uh, and he was talking about this theory about why there were wars uh, in in the like in the Middle East, like in Afghanistan, war, like one of the things that we had to do, like while we were there, and I'm not saying because the only reason, I'm just saying like while we were there, was there was a lot more soldiers fighting giants in the mountains than people realized. Like that was like an ongoing thing. Huh, and that's an interesting idea. I, I, I would have to say it. There's no way that this was killing giants could not have been the primary goal. No, 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 no. I don't. Th- I don't think that it was that. But when you, but be, because of the forces that were there, that were that were that were that were fighting the Taliban, were were in mountainous areas because Afghanistan is incredibly mountainous. They just came into conflict a lot with giants out there. Now that I could see, I could even see. Okay, we're going into this this area for A, B, C, and D. But while we're there, also we've been wanting to get in here to take care of this as well. We're going to do this while we're here. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a would be like a primary objective, but it might have been a tertiary objective. Oh yeah, it was. You know, I reached out to him asking him why that video wasn't up anymore, and he's you know he told me he told me that he switched uh genres he used to do a robot voice at the beginning of his podcast or the beginning of, the beginning of uh, like his work and then he switched to just using his real voice <laughs> so he got rid of he got rid of all of those that's why that episode wasn't up because i'm like i swear that that was a much more popular thing because i was convinced of it like i remember seeing this in other places other than just that episode i even went to reddit and i was asking people i'm like i'm like did you guys see this as a thing like back in the day and a few people said yeah they remember that now I will say, Ashu, in full fairness, I know a, a couple uh, uh, veterans from Afghanistan, and I asked them that that question. I remember asking them like, "Like, do you hear any rumors about like people finding giants in the mountains?" And they looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, and I, I kind of figured <laughs> like, I got a, like I got a bunch of no. What are you talking about? No, what they did tell me a lot of times is they said there was a lot of instances where people just had giant pallets of money. <laughs> they got called, they got told by their spears, "Go take a break." <laughs> I'm like, sir, it's not 30. I said, go take your lunch break, son. And then when they came back, the pallets of money were gone. <laughs> I, I, I would believe that as well. So, I mean, the thing is, if these operations were going on, I, I would say that probably the people who would be knowledgeable of them would be a very select few people, and they'd probably be well-trained for the job. But also, too, like, if you were trying to think of, like, a place where modern giants could live, this is one of the things that we did when we started this because I was really trying to find more modern stories of giants, and I, I you know, I started thinking about like the giant of Kandahar story and, and the stories of that during the Afghan War, and I'm like, you know, the mountains in the Middle East would probably be a really good because I mean that place is stupid remote. Oh yeah, and where they would have to be would be places that are isolated and away from general human contact, mm-hmm. and it, it's kind of like. Bears. Where would you find bears? Because bears don't really thrive too much around humans because then they get too close to someone and someone shoots them. Um, like mountainous areas, deep forested areas. Um, not a good example for the bears thing, but probably deep marshlands. On TV, telling people not to start forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my point is more that they would likely need to be maintaining populations in, in isolated areas. But... Do you think that they have a population? I mean, the one story that we have about the giant of Kandahar, wasn't it just a singular male? Mm-hmm. And also, too, think about, like, okay, this was just another thing that I that I really think people should think about more when they think about the giant narrative. Like, and it, and it makes me, again, super suspicious 
the more and more that I think about it. Like, even if you claim that, like, all the stories about giants are hoaxes and they're made up. Sure. All right. I will totally, I will see that for the sake of this point. Like, it is, it is such a cool narrative and story that I think people would still hoax modern giant sightings. I can see it. I mean, really? I mean, come on. Like, there's tons of popular uh, shows where people are finding these giant bones. There were some of those popular ones on the History Channel. I need to watch this show. I haven't actually seen yeah. any of them. Yeah. They pop, the, I mean, the narrative pops up, like, everywhere. And people love that story. And people love talking about that. And the John and Hour story was fairly popular. Like, you don't think one more person would make up a fake story that would get circulated around? Yeah, it's weird that there aren't more. Like, I mean, that's almost anomalous in its own way. I mean, that's what I'm, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like, it was just, it's it's weird to me that there are not even more hoax stories out there. Like, you, you could find tons of stories like ghosts, Bigfoot, monsters, UFO sightings that, like, oh. legit, okay, you, you know, you could argue maybe some of them, some are made up. But you can't even find me one more modern giant story other than the giant Kandahar story. Oh, whenever I start digging into Mothman and I start getting into like the massive accounts of like just people just giving reports, there's quite a few where I'm reading through. I'm like, yeah, no one acts like this. I'm pretty sure this yeah. guy is making up a story. You can't even tell me like one weird story like way up like I don't know in the middle of the desert of Africa. Somebody runs into one of these. The jungles of Peru. Uh, well, once again, Antarctica. We're talking, we're talking about areas where. If people are going to encounter them and they're going to respond violently, if you're not there with a bunch of machine guns, you're probably not going to survive. No, I mean, I mean, and B, the people within those areas, like isolated villages in Peru, I I might be wrong, but I'm going to guess don't have that much access to the internet. I mean, think of this, dude. There were more modern sightings of gnomes. Oh yeah, there's tons of modern sightings. Then there were sightings of giants. I'm like, and that's way more obscure. So like, that's just. Again, so that's the re- reason why I'm just throwing that out there. Of just, t- am I the only one that's finding this weird? Am I? The, am I? Am I? I now feel like I'm taking crazy. Out, pe- yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Now that you point out, yeah, it's odd that there are not more stories. But also, I could see, or I, I can't explain why there aren't any like weird hoax made up, basically effectively crappy pasta versions of it. Yes, but. I can't understand why there might not be more accounts of people in isolated areas not coming forward with them, partially because of a lack of technology in isolated rural mountain communities. And another part is, if they respond like the giant of Kandahar, I wouldn't think there are going to be that many survivors. Or even just people just even seeing, like, nonviolent ones. I mean, you could, like, just with how popular creepypastas are, you could fake one of these stories and it would just be popular and you, and you could just, and you could just sell it. Now, again, I don't want people to go out there and do that. Please don't do that. It helps. It hurts the field and hurts the, and just, it just does. Don't do that. But that's just, it's, it surprised me that it's so hyper focused on bones and not living ones. Let me ask you, ask you something. Do you think that they are extinct, a, re, a relic population or an active population? I think it's an active pop. I think they're alive. Seriously, I th- this is the only reason why you would, the only reason why people would literally want to like can keep their existence a complete secret, is if there was a dark motive for them not being around. Like for for it has to be a dark motive, which is them being around. I I feel like they're probably a relic population, like a population that's scattered in extreme decline, likely on the path to extinction. Now I do have I do have a theory, but I'm gonna bring this up in our patron section. Of, of no, I guess I can bring it up before that. Well, there's just, you got a little more. more on what we were talking about. I was wanting to go into. Okay, just kind of piggybacking off your response. If they're an active population, do you think that they're actually? I have I have two questions to bring up. First one: Do you think that they actually have effective villages hidden somewhere? Mm-hmm. That's part of my theory. Oh, okay, okay, then we won't go further into that one, and the other one I want to bring up, did I forget it? I forgot it. No, that's okay, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fun one. So, oh, something I want to bring up to people. Um, in our last episode that we're going to be having, where we're going to be talking about the Giants, we're bringing, uh, we're bringing uh, our good friend Ricky Bruckman on from Mount Vernon Paranormal, and he's going to be joining, he's going to be joining us for our next episode. 
uh, on Giants. Uh, you know, he's a religious scholar. He's got a degree in demonology. Uh, and, and he's he, kind of our go-to yeah, guy he for is. anything religious. Yeah. And so... Uh, I remember what the other question I was going to ask. Hang on. So we're going to bring him on to talk about Giants. And if there's any final thoughts that you, or questions you want us to answer on Giants, put it in the comments below. Um, that way, if you have questions for him or questions for us, that way we can cover them and make sure that we have talked about Giants extensively. But what's your other question? At this point in history, do you think that... Uh, I'm just wondering if maybe instead of being a population that's based off of, like, you know, traditional build structures, build towns, interbreed with each other, enhanced population, there's all these stories of giants kidnapping women. I almost wonder if that they interbreed with humans to create these progeny. Like what, uh, like these ones that we're running into? Like, say, instead of there being, like, a giant village somewhere out there, it's effectively independent giants living in their own little caves, and when they feel the need to carry on their genetic line, they go out and try to find a isolated member of the other sex that's a human, mm-hmm. and basically try to force a breed. I got a better question. Uh, it's just it's consistent with the lore of them like going into villages and just kidnapping tons of women to sure. be wives. Sure, but I'll I'll see that to you maybe. I got a better question. What for you it. got? I got a better well, not a better question, a more thought provoking question. So in most encounters with giants, when humanity and giants, they're the bad guy, right? Well, because we write the story, but yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you like do you think that maybe the reasons about why there's so many stories about them literally like sacrificing children, kidnapping women, being violent and brutish and things like that is because we're writing the narrative to make people think that it's okay for the reason about why we're doing these sorts of things? I mean, quite possible. I'm, I mean, we do it to, we've done it. To, I mean, if you look at the propaganda in World War II, I mean, like what the U.S. did to Germany, Japan, or what they did to the United States. I mean, if you believe the, the biblical slant of the story, that's effectively was a giant genocide. And the thing is... You can find stories like that among American Indians. There are European stories of, like, a culture having to go through a cruci- effectively a crusade against giants to kill them. I want to say there's a Celt story along those lines as well. Um, I think there's an African one as well. I don't recall them. I didn't really prep this because I didn't think we'd be talking about this specific thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm there, a lot of different cultures have these stories where... Basically, everyone had to get all up in arms and go destroy all the giants before they destroyed them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe that's just the narrative that we get, that we killed them, and this is how we tell it in the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, we would write ourselves as the good guys. That's what people do. Mm-hmm. Or, or I can't remember if I brought this. The, I, can't, I can't believe, because we're, we're running to our final thoughts, but I wanted to make sure that I, that I got this out there. Like, another thing that I say, say giants aren't real. Like let's just, like I'm, I'm gonna run that argument. There. Like yeah. the reason about why did we have to defeat? Like why did we have to defeat these giants? Like why did we have to defeat these giants? Like if you look at across like a lot of different cultures, there's a flow generally of some sort of primordial entity creates giants, and, f- and after giants comes man, or maybe it's maybe it's a uh, giants, gods. Like from Greek perspective, man. And then each one before that proceeds, like the 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 gods destroy the t- like the, the, the gods destroy the titans, or then we destroy the giants. Like maybe what this maybe yeah, what this like is even, is even in just to kind of back up your point. Even in the Greek story, there is a part where the titans created giants. Yeah, like and what happens is is maybe this is just what this is just our story of we're the next step. Like we're, and that's why we have to defeat giants to show that we are the primary rulers of the, uh, like on earth. Kind of like how the, um, Greek gods had to defeat the Titans. Or I should say the Hellenistic gods had to defeat the Titans to take their place. Yeah. And before that, the Titans had to defeat like the, um, the primordial chaos to take their place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. And I think that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And it also, it makes sense in like our archeological history. Because look at humans and Neanderthals in Europe. I mean, yeah, there was some interbreeding being done, but for the most part, they just got put.
pushed out and outperformed, and I bet you there were some battles too. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. there's not a bunch of other. It's not us in the eight other human species on Earth. <laughs> there's us, and then there's rumors that maybe some other ones might exist, like Sasquatch <laughs> and giants. But for the most part, it's just humans pretty much crushed out the other human forms. That's yeah. Sorry, we, we as Homo sapiens crushed out the other human forms and became the dominant species. I think, I'm starting to think maybe different types of human don't get along with each other. <laughs> maybe it's just somewhere deep in our nature that it's like, oh, yeah, we got to kill that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, if you think about, like, what is the greatest apex predator? Like, the next thing that, like, that, like it, it's, it's knocked off by the next apex predator that comes along. I mean, that's what humans are. So, I mean, that's what, in order to be able to do that, we had to knock off the giants. I mean, that, that's quite a possibility. So, I mean, maybe that, that, truthfully, maybe that is the reason about why we respond so aggressively is, be- w- is because we just have this biological drive to just to remove them. Like, if it wasn't for the six fingers and six toes, I would be totally all over the narrative. And I think Laughing Fox kind of brought this up, too, that we're probably talking about gigantopithecines, that Bigfoots are probably what these things ended up being. Like, I would have been all over it if it was not for that detail. Mm. So. <clears throat> Do you have any final thoughts, at least for this episode, before we slip into the Pillow Talk segment? This has been a weird ride, and I th- I'm really looking forward to exploring this further with Ricky. Yeah, there's there's two there's two last main thoughts that I have on Giants, and I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about, I'm going to bring it up, and I bet you it, I bet you it takes the whole, the whole thing I know. I guess as a parting thought is, I think... Whatever is involved in our side with these shady organizations trying to get them, I think it has something to do with genetics, either trying to isolate some biological advantage they had that we do not, or trying to find the divine genome. Uh, if they're real or they're alive. I mean, I just that's just my thought on it. There's just absolutely no way. Like, if you're honest trying to remove them from the record that they themselves do not exist, um, you... Y- that, the only reason that that could be honestly is if they were still alive and humanity was doing something very bad that we that governments and society other uh, secret societies don't want people to know about. Like I just to me there can't be another reason for that. Um, if they're not real, the reason why I think it goes back to that uh, that argument of like we you know it's just the story and we're you know and there's just this chain of of creatures of apex creatures on this planet. And it is now our time. And that's the reason about why we provide ourselves, like, why we are so dominant on Earth. But um, put your guys' thoughts in the comments below on this, man. Do, what do you guys think about everything that we've, that we've said so far? Do you think giants are still alive? Do you think they're extinct? Um, why or why not? Please put that below. We want to get your guys' opinions on that. Um, if you guys are listening to this episode, that means uh, the, one of the best things that you guys can do for us is to leave a like, share this episode. Um, if you can leave a review... Please leave us a po- like leave us a positive review. It can really help out uh, the podcast and the and channel when you guys do that. And keep up with the comments. That's a big thing for oh, yeah. like getting more people to be able to view our yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely love. We'll like put it below. We love commenting on people's stuff. I'm gonna heart Mary's comment right now. That was a pretty good one. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's one of the best things that you guys can do for us. But until next time, guys. Keep believing. Because we'll keep listening. So, what's this thing that you've been holding on to? You've been hitting that one to talk about something. Oh my god, freaking knock it off with that. Half the episode I've been listening to you freaking try to drink the last few drops of your I Slurpee. Didn't, I didn't think I was I didn't think I was being that loud. You should have said something if you thought <laughs> I was being that loud. You have been very loud. You're, why did you say stop? I was trying to be polite. I don't think I was being that loud. Anyway, I think you just have like ears like a bat or something. I do have ears like a bat. <laughs> just so you, just so you guys know, I look like Nosferatu. Just all hitched over, huge pointed ears, long protruding fangs. Just imagine Nosferatu talking to someone who looks like he's about to fail a interview at a Taco Bell. Brandish a, I'm gonna brandish a crucifix at you right now. Just have you like run from the room. Anyway, if you'd like to check out the rest of this awesome podcast, let's <laughs> me and Vix uh, make fun of each other. All you got to do is go over to our Patreon and, and sign up for as little as a dollar a month. You get the rest of this awesome podcast, uh, as well as bonus episodes that we put up on our Patreon. 
Um, as well as if you're a $2 a month member, you get to vote on their poll for the theme for our next month. And our poll is going to be up for another couple days. Currently winning right now in our poll is things you can't find on YouTube. Nice plug there. It is. I know. I do that at every ep- <laughs> I do this for every single episode. It was extra smooth today. I know it was. Yes, it was. Uh, with hairy humanoids right behind it and time and space anomalies behind that. As well as ghost towns, by the way, is, is pulling in the end. Actually, with- during the break, we were talking with uh, Ricky Bruckman, and he said he might have found us a new ghost town to check out. Yeah, that or we're about to wait. Thank you.